Now, obviously, so much of what we're talking about today has to do with the education of children and teaching them uh, the way that they should go. Uh, that's why I wanted to talk to Lance Izumi. He's the senior director of the Center for Education at the Pacific Research Institute. Uh, he's the co-author of a new book called The Great Parent Revolt, How Parents and Grassroots Leaders Are Fighting Critical Race Theory in America's Schools. Lance, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much, Andrew. It's a great pleasure and an honor to be on your show with you. Oh, thank you. Uh, you know, you talk about the Great Parent Revolt, and all of us hope this is happening. Uh, let me ask you first, what, what is it? What, is there such a thing as the Great Parent Revolt? No, I, I think absolutely. I think you're seeing that all across the country. And the reason why we wrote this book is because these parents are uh, revolting for a number of reasons. But one of the uh, most important reasons that we're seeing uh, recently is they're revolting against the imposition and indoctrination of uh, their kids in the classroom with uh, critical race theory. And so what we're seeing is that these uh, uh, schools across America, doesn't matter whether you're in a red state or a purple state or a blue state, you're seeing this type of indoctrination being force fed to kids all across America. And parents are revolting at the grassroots. And they're saying that, hey, this is not right. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't matter whether they happen to be Democrats or Republicans even. You know, they don't want their kids to be divided based upon race and uh, made to uh, dislike and hate each other. And they, because they see that this, in the end, is not going to work out for them in, when they become adults and hopefully become part of a successful, you know, multiracial uh, society. Well, you know, this is one of the things I keep hearing every time parents say we don't want to hear critical race theory. Everybody, the press, everyone comes out and says they're not teaching critical race theory in the schools. What did parents see exactly that made them feel that that's not true? Well, I think, you know, first of all, you know, uh, we, we need to understand what critical race theory is, you know, regardless of what uh, the uh, left uh, labels it as. Critical race theory is basically racial Marxism. And so in, uh, whereas in classical Marxism, you divided people based upon socioeconomic class, the bourgeoisie versus the proletariat, the rich versus the poor. Under racial Marxism, which is basically what critical race theory is, you divide people uh, into oppressor and oppressed classes uh, based upon their race with whites and sometimes Asians uh, listed as the oppressor class and other non-whites as being um, part of the oppressed class. And uh, the problem with uh, that is that, you know, whereas you can, uh, you know, go up the economic ladder, which is why uh, classical Marxism never really took off here in America, because there was such social and economic mobility. But uh, you can't change the color of your skin, which works out great for the left, because you will always be a part of the oppressor or oppressed class, depending on the pigment of your skin. And so, therefore, uh, you know, what, that's what parents are seeing in the classroom. And one of the things we uh, show in our book, The Great Parent Revolt, is exactly what's going on in the classroom. And I think that's one of the important things is that this book is not just a reference book about academic theories. This is about the experiences of parents and students and grassroots leaders with uh, critical race theory in the classroom. And, uh, for example, we interview a, um, uh, a student uh, from California named Joshua, who we changed his name, but, uh, you know, he tells us about his middle school experience where he was forced to uh, take a, a critical race theory inspired lessons uh, and engage in them. And for example, he was forced to uh, stand in a so-called privilege walk uh, where all the students would stand shoulder to shoulder. And as the teacher at the front of the class would call out privilege traits uh, like I am white or I am male or I am Christian, 
that student would have to take a step forward in front of his whole class. And because uh, the student that we interviewed was the only white male in the class, he was felt that he felt that he was being negatively uh, targeted because of that. And he felt like he wasn't in a classroom anymore. He said he felt like he was in a criminal lineup instead. Uh And so that's what you're seeing in these classrooms. And regardless of what the left calls a exercise like that, it's uh, it's actually it's just plain evil and wrong to make children uh, engage in that. What so parents? I mean, we've seen parents locked out of school board meetings. We've seen them uh, investigated by the FBI. We've seen them uh, intimidated by huge government agencies. Uh, just uh, uh, this incredibly uh, un-American uh, assault on the right to do what you will with your own children and make sure you have some control. What are parents doing? Or you call it the great parent. The book is called The Great Parent Revolt, how parents and grassroots leaders are fighting critical race theory in America's schools. How are they? They're, they're engaging in all kinds of different activities. I think that uh, what, what's important for folks to understand is that the people we profile in our book are basically ordinary American parents who are actually doing extraordinary things uh, because of what their kids are facing in the classroom. For example, we profile a um, Rhode Island mom who uh, wanted to know about the critical race theory curriculum in her daughter's classroom, and she was being stonewalled by the district and so the, when she kept pressing, the principal said, well, why don't you file a public records request? Well, <laughs> they didn't know what they were getting into because she ended up filing not one or two or 10. She filed 160 different public records requests. And the, in response, the district threatened to sue her for filing so many public records requests. Uh, but they eventually backed down because she eventually got legal counsel and said that you cannot do that, especially against somebody you told uh, advised to file those requests in the first place. So uh, parents across the country are, are filing those requests. They're also forming organizations. Like you're seeing uh, these new parent organizations just explode all around the country, like Moms for Liberty. We interviewed the co-founder of Moms for Liberty for our book, The Great Parent Revolt. And it went from you know just a few parents to uh, 200 chapters across the country in all states, virtually all states across this country, with nearly 100,000 members. There are other uh, organizations such as no left turn in education, parents defending education, all those sorts of uh, organizations are up. Also, too, you're seeing parents are running for school board and uh, they're actually winning. And that's uh, really an amazing thing. We profile some parent school board members uh, who have won their elections. We profile uh, a, a, pers- uh, a fellow who started a political action committee simply to help parents run for school boards to uh, fight critical race theory. And they, they have flipped school boards that have been pro-teacher union majorities to pro-parent majorities all across this country. And finally, the last thing that parents are doing is they're suing. They're suing uh, uh, to uh, prevent their kids from being persecuted in the classroom. And one of the people we uh, uh, profile is an African-American mom who uh, is, was low-income, disabled, mother of uh, five kids, a widow, and her kid uh, was being uh, prevented from graduating in a uh, from a high school because he refused to engage in a critical race theory inspired lesson. Wow. And because of that, he took his stand. They were going, they, they withheld his high school diploma from him. And she said, this can't be. So she sued in federal court and forced the school to back down and give him that diploma that he should have had in the first place. How much of this is backed by the teachers unions? I mean, once you take over a school board, do you have the power that you need or are the teachers still going to teach this stuff regardless? 
Oh, no, it, it's totally backed by uh, the teachers union, Andrew. Uh, and it's part of the education deep state. It's not mm-hmm. just the teachers union, but the teachers union are a big part of that. You listen to uh, any of the major uh, teachers unions, whether it's the Af- American Federation of Teachers and National Education Association, they're backing this uh, stuff in, in its various guises. And so it's not only just critical race theory, but critical race theory often comes in under the disguise of diversity, equity, inclusion, and some other types of euphemisms, but it's basically the same thing. And so the teachers unions, uh, the, the bureaucracies, uh, the, oftentimes the, you know, the, the district leadership, they're all backing this stuff. And so, uh, and, and it's also this uh, university schools of education that are teaching the prospective teachers uh, are, are backing this stuff. So, you know, it's unsurprising that, uh, you know, you have teachers who are just uh, swallowing this thing uh, hook, line, and sinker. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm almost out of time, but just one last thing. Do you, did you talk, you talked to a lot of people, these are personal stories on this book, The Great Parent Revolt. Do you hear people saying that they're getting pushback from the federal government? Are they getting the kind of things that we're afraid of when we hear the FBI is investigating them and that sort of thing? Well, they told us about that. I mean, not specifically the FBI, uh, but, you know, uh, these people are getting pushback uh, from various uh, places. I mean, well, I mean, you just have to take, uh, I'll, I'll go back to your uh, question about the teachers union. When Nicole Salas, the Rhode Island mom I, I mentioned who filed all those public records requests, uh, you know, um, did that, and the uh, school board uh, backed down from f- filing a lawsuit against her, the teachers union then took up the, that, uh, that war and filed a lawsuit against her. And so, you know, these people are getting pushback. But the great thing is that uh, uh, these parents are winning. You know, as I mentioned, they're winning uh, both at the ballot box, they're winning in court. And uh, I think that you're going to see that uh, this movement of parents is not just going to be a flash in the pan, that you're going to see uh, these parents, you know, really continue to uh, drive the engine of education reform. And I think, uh, you know, one of the things we, we mentioned in the book is that a lot of these parents are actually immigrant parents from communist China and other places where you, they felt the sting of real oppression and they don't want to see it happen in America. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, the book is The Great Parent Revolt, How Parents and Grassroot Leaders Are Fighting Critical Race Theory in America's Schools. Uh, Lance Azumi is one of uh, the authors, but you can get it anywhere. Books are sold. Thank you so much, Lance, for coming on. It was really interesting. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Andrew. I really appreciate you having me on your show. I'll talk to you again. Thanks.